Greetings, greetings, greetings. Minister D here on Generation XYZ, the faith-based platform where less is more, a little bit less religion and more relationship with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I'm your host for G-O-D-D, God's Own Divine Design, where women unpack the things, the cares that concern us the most. Amen. Well, today, 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 we want to start off by being uh, prayerful. We have so much to be grateful for. We have so much to look forward to in this season of life, the year of the open mouth, the Smitha year. So it's time, ladies, to open your mouth and make your requests known, amen, to speak those things that are not as though they were and uh, to realize and recognize that it's one day at a time. Precept upon precept, line upon line, little by little. So, without further ado, let's jump right into it. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about anxiety. Truth be told, we are living in a world where if you're not anxious about something on some occasion, well, hmm, you may not be alive. Anxiety is all around us. Stress is a natural part of life. Uncertainty seems to be at an all-time high. And it's simply because of the life that we live. The world is moving so fast that there's no way you can be in it and never experience any amount of stress or anxiety. Now, researchers tell us that stress is sometimes good. Stress can make you get up off your do-nothing to make something happen. Stress can peak us just enough to perform at a higher level. Stress is like anything else. It's what you make of it. But I know that stress gone unchecked will lead to anxiety. And I recognize, as I'm sure you do, stress is real. Whether it be a tightening in your chest, whether it be the feeling that something's stuck in your throat, whether it be feelings of nausea and upset stomach, sweaty palms, feeling like you want to crawl out of your own skin. Oh, yeah, I've been there. And can I tell you something? My stress, my anxiety, I felt those bouts coming on. And they were at their worst in my life when I didn't have tools to deal with them. So today we're just going to unpack a few of the tools that Minister D learned to use in order to circumvent a full-blown anxiety attack. Amen. Let us go to the throne of grace.
Heavenly Father, we come today thanking you. Oh, yes, we're grateful. We're grateful for the good. We're grateful for the bad. We're grateful for the ups. We're grateful for the downs. We're grateful for the times of calm, peace, and reflection. And we're grateful for the times of stress and anxiety. Why, Lord? Because they allow us to recognize that you are in our lives. Every bit of it, God. You're there when we're blessed and you're there when we're stressed. How do we know this, God? Because you've given us yourself through the word and you walk us through every circumstance. So today, I just want to thank you for your Holy Spirit. I'm grateful for the times that you brought me through anxious periods bouts with depression. Not only did you bring me through, but you brought me out so that I can sit on this platform today and encourage somebody along the way. Yes, this journey is tough, especially for the believer, because we're foreigners here. This is not our home. But while we're here, God, we want to represent you in the highest way that we can at the greatest level because we're your ambassadors oh thank you today for making me a change agent in the world hallelujah hallelujah thank you that I'm not just blowing smoke I've got a little experience in this topic Still, I ask the Holy Spirit to come in, sup with us, teach us what you want us to know. Use me. Speak through this broken vessel that someone under the sound of my voice may understand that they are not by themselves. They're not by themselves in their feelings because we've all experienced it. And they're not by themselves as they go through because you're always there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, God, I ask that you'd forgive me of my sins. Fill me afresh with your spirit. Cover me and make us all white as snow before you again, that we might not miss this great word that's about to come forth from the Holy Ghost himself. Thank you, Father, for your correction, instruction, guidance, and counsel on this great day. It's in your name we do pray, Jesus. Amen. Now, if you have your Bible, if you have it on your phone, hold it up high to the heavens and declare after me. This is my Bible. The word that God has made for me. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. Today, I will be given. Three tools to help me deal with anxious moments. No, I don't claim it as mine. No, I don't claim it in defeat. But today, I put it under my feet. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, amen. The Bible says 
that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Says that we have the power to trample on spiritual tarantulas, scorpions, and snakes. Do you know that anxiety and depression are snakes and tarantulas? God never designed us to walk in that. He never designed for us to walk in fear. And that's all anxiousness is. It's becoming overwhelmed to the point and the degree that you just don't know what to do next. And what's so frightening about a all blown out event called anxiousness or an anxiety attack is it not only sets up court in your mind, but it also has physical effects to it. Oh, I'm preaching to somebody. Anxiousness and and stress overload does not just manifest itself in your mind. Oh, it starts wreaking havoc with your body. Sweating. Stomach turning. uh, uh, Tightness in your chest. Feeling like you can't breathe. Big old lump in your throat. Come on, somebody. I know I'm not by myself on here. And truth be told, we all experience anxiety. And with the turning of every calendar, it becomes more and more and more prevalent in our society. Why? Because of the world we're living in today. Oh, it's quite different from when I was a little girl or I was even in my 20s. Life is so fast paced and there's so much going on in the world right now, not just over in Ukraine, not just here in Texas or Uvalde, but in our own personal world. It is a lifestyle that maybe we didn't even create, but we have to participate in. Look at the gas prices. Everything around us seems to be spiraling up and out of control. But can I tell you something? When you look at the world at large, it will become overwhelming. It will give you sensations of stress and anxiety overload. But don't own that. Don't own it. That's all I'm going to say about that. Don't own it. Don't own anxiety as your own. Don't do it. What I want you to do is focus on God himself. Focus on the Lord this morning. In 1 Peter, he says, cast your cares Some versions even say cast your anxieties 
on me because I care. There's another place in the word of God where it says, be anxious for nothing. In everything, go to God with it in prayer. Make your requests known unto him through prayers and supplication. Now, I'm saying a lot, but what I want to get to is uh, there's another passage, a whole bunch of passages. So here's what I want you to do when you get off with me. I want you to Google it. I want you to use that phone for good. Because can I tell you something? This is most of our problem. Turn the television off. Get off the phones. Stop being distracted and affected and infected by this little mechanism. Because it produces a lot of stress and sometimes even anxiety. Don't the people on social media look perfect? Everybody looks successful. Everybody's eating at the best of restaurants, vacationing, living the life of Riley. Hmm. I'm not saying that it's not true what they're doing in that moment. But what I will say is they're not living on another planet. You're getting the very best shots, photos of their life. But guess what? It does. Even though they may not intend it for that. When we constantly post every little thing that we consider good, somebody's looking at that saying, I don't have that. Why are they more blessed than me? Come on, somebody. And it's not even about being jealous. It's about having a natural nature that we must control every day. We're, we're two men. We're natural and we're spiritual. And they war against one another for dominance. You can talk about it if you want to. You can call yourself a preacher, a teacher, a pastor, an apostle, but you're going to struggle with those two natures. And if you're not careful to feed one and starve the other, guess what's going to happen? The one that gets the most food is the one that's going to dominate you for that day. Now, I want to get to one of my tools. One of my tools is focus on the day. Focus on today. Because yesterday's already passed. Tomorrow is not here yet. God said it in his word when he said, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow comes with its own cares. And, 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 and to be honest with you, what he was saying is you can't do anything about tomorrow. But you can control what you do today. Amen. What can you do today? Today. You can get off of social media and you can breathe in and breathe out. You can give yourself a few minutes to get all that junk that's been harboring and stored within you out of you. Just push it out. 
oh, don't breathe like you normally breathe because most of the time we're breathing in and breathing out. We don't know how how this body works. We don't even stop to say, thank you, Lord God, that I have breath in my body. We just do it and don't even think about it. But today, think about your breaths. Think about the Holy Ghost. Think about God keeping you. Just just let that simmer in your spirit for a moment. Be mindful of the fact that no matter what your circumstance is, number one, you're still here. (laughs) Number two, if you're under the sound of my voice, you're in your right mind. Be grateful. Think of three things. When you become anxious, just stop. And breathe. And when I say breathe, I don't mean breathe regularly. I mean get in touch with your breathing. That means take in a deep breath in your nose and out your mouth. Just three times. Let's do it now. Three times in your nose. As much air as you can take in. Let your diaphragm expand. And then let it out. Now, the next time you're going to do it, you're going to take in even more air. You're going to hold it for a minute. I'm sorry. Hold it for three seconds. And then you're going to let it out over three seconds. And then once more. You might even feel a little lightheaded. But if you did that and you did feel lightheaded, it was because you were holding on to something that you needed to let go. Thank you, Holy Ghost. That's number one. Get in touch with your breathing. Number two, think on three things that you have to be grateful for. That's all. Lord, I'm grateful that you woke me up this morning and that I have all that I need. Lord, I'm thankful that I have people who love and care about me. Lord, I'm grateful that I've never had to sleep in a cardboard box. Hallelujah. So that's two things. I said that I was going to give you three tools. So the first one is to get in touch with your breathing. Get in touch with your breathing. Breathe in through your nose and breathe out through your mouth. The first time, just do it. The second time, count to three. As you let that breath out. The third time, take in as much air through your nose as you possibly can. And try your best to evenly control the air flow as it goes back out. You can do this more than three times. But you may feel a little 
lightheaded when you get done because we're all holding on to emotional baggage that we don't even recognize. Amen. And then thirdly, take time in every day to disconnect for yourself. That's all. Disconnect from your smartphone. Disconnect from problems, issues, cares. And be measurable in that time that you take out for yourself. There are so many tools to help us with stress and anxiety. So we've got to start somewhere. Can I share a story with you? When I was in college this last time, when I actually finished and I earned my bachelor's degree, I was experiencing bouts of anxiety But at that time, nobody was really talking about it. And I actually felt alone. I felt alone and I felt like my back was pinned up against the wall every single time I had an assignment due. Where that came from was the fact that I had started and finished college Take that back. I had started college four or five times. When I graduated from high school, I went directly to college. But I was mourning the death of my father. And I didn't realize that I needed to take that time off to get my mind and my heart and my spirit back together. So I went on to school. I did not flunk out, but I ended up on academic probation by the end of the first year. So I came up with another plan. I went to the two-year college, and I got a part-time job. Well, that went on great until I met my daughter's father. Fell in love with him, and I do mean fall. I'm not a big fan of falling anywhere today because of that reason but that's another whole podcast uh when I knew again I was engaged to someone who was not nearly ready neither was I uh and before long I was pregnant uh believe it or not I'm not a proponent of being a single parent never have been never will be but I can and will say this having my daughter grew me up in ways I probably still would not be mature in. It made me a woman. Becoming a mother made me a woman because until then I was just a child. Where am I going with this? I started and stopped college several times because then I had an adequate excuse. And that excuse was, I was a mother, I had to work, I had to provide, I had to take care of my child, and I had to take care of myself. Well, I did have the good sense, and I was blessed to stay on the job that I had started on. So I made decent money, kept starting and stopping with every little blip in the road, 
But when I went back years later, I went back under duress. See, we had relocated from California to Texas and Texas doesn't pay what California paid. As a matter of fact, you can't even get into the door without a piece of paper and call yourself going to make as much money in Texas as you did in L.A. at that time. And so I found myself going through a divorce, back up against the wall, making peanuts compared to what I was used to and not knowing how I was going to make it. So one plan that God gave me, one thing was to go back to school. And so I went back to school, but I struggled that additional two years that it took me. I think it was two or three years to get my bachelor's degree. I was going online and it was uh, doable, but I had to focus. And that's where I found myself uh, feeling anxious, feeling stressed, feeling overwhelmed because I had put a lot on my plate. Will I say that it was too much? No. Why do I say it wasn't too much? And a lot of people say that, oh, you got too much on your plate, but I made it through. I made it through. And even though I experienced some hellish moments, I can say that I made it through. Why? How? How did I make it through? Because I came to myself, not my natural self. I came to my spiritual self and I went down in prayer every day. I looked for passages that had the word peace and calm in them. And I started reciting them to myself. And, and when I couldn't do that anymore, I started writing them out. And I started sticking them around in places that I would see them. Uh, can I tell you, it seemed silly at the time, but it worked. Because every time I passed that little piece of paper, I got some more scripture in me. I got some encouragement. And I didn't wait until I was sitting in front of the computer stressed about getting that paper in by midnight. I knew that I needed it all week. I knew that this helped me and that I needed to make it a part of my everyday life. Uh, one of the things that I'm doing now, give you this uh, fourth one for free, is I'm changing my lifestyle. Because in co taking control of the natural man and allowing the spirit man to be dominant, I recognize that I've got to do some good things for the natural man to calm down and to trust the spirit man. What are some good things I can do for that natural body? Well, I can feed that natural body something green every day. Now, this may not work for you. Maybe you already eat a, a fantabulous diet. But for me, for Minister D, I'm talking about me right now. I'm going to incorporate, I'm incorporating something green in my diet every day. I'm replacing all the sweets with something green, just something good, something of the world. Amen. Something of the earth, shall I say. That's number one. What you eat is important. What you take into your body for nourishment is important. And here, here it is. Yesterday. <laughs> See, this thing don't go away. You just got to work with it. Yesterday, I found myself 
feeling anxious. I had already prayed multiple times, but I still had that twinge of something called worry. And I said, Holy Spirit, I want to trust you and I want to believe you. What do I do next? He said, go outside, set a timer, and take a 20-minute walk. Brothers and sisters, your word is there. Go outside. Go outside. Enjoy nature. Take a walk. I'm not talking about strenuous exercise. If you're an athlete, do that. My son does that because he's an athlete. But if you're not, just go outside. Walk for 20 minutes. Make a list of three things every day that you're grateful for. See, we got to get on top of this thing before it hits us. Uh. Getting enough rest is easier said than done, but eat something green. Know that the natural man battles the spirit man, and at every juncture, you need the spirit man to be in control. Read, write out, and put scriptures around that will remind you that God cares. Cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. Be anxious for nothing. Make your requests and supplications known to him. Give it to God. Recognize your power. Get off your phone for a certain and allotted amount of time every day. And get in touch with yourself through deep, mindful breaths. Do you not know that the Holy Spirit itself is a breath? Do you not know that God first breathed life into us? He created us and then he put us into this body casing through breathing in our nostrils. Well, not women, but men. That's how you know, man and woman came into being. And, and, and we'll get into that one day because woman was created then as well. She was just in man. Amen. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. I've got to go. But I just wanted you all to know that anxiety is a real thing. Uh, I've experienced it, but I don't claim it as mine because God said not to. I stay in touch with my word. I'm grateful for the things he's given me. I don't get overwhelmed by the things that I see on social media and on the news. As a matter of fact, I try to disconnect from my phone daily in order to get in touch with my spirit man, which is a breath. I take deep mindful breaths to get in touch with him and to get out some of the junk that I've ingested. I'm talking about me right now. I utilize these tools. Why? Because they work.
If you're on this platform and you've never given Christ your life, but you want to right now, we're going to give you an opportunity to do that because that's what we're about on Generation XYZ and definitely G-O-D-D, God's Own Divine Design, wants to extend the hand of fellowship to you. I'll tell you, the kingdom is awesome. The kingdom is awesome. So if you will, you, you've never declared Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to today. Just repeat this simple prayer after me. And if you've done that uh, meaningfully and from your heart at the end of it, you'll be saved. Amen. Close your eyes and repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner and that I cannot save myself. Come into my life, Jesus. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Devil, get out of my life. I serve you no longer. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. It's in your name I do pray. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the very first time and you meant it from the bottom of your heart, then you are saved and will live on forever in paradise with us kingdom believers. Thank you so much for being on today. I know I went a little bit over, but I just had to get that word across. Anxiety is a real thing. Stress is real, but we don't have to claim it as our own because we have tools to put in place beforehand, before that attack comes to circumvent it from being a full-blown thing. Thank you, Jesus for giving us what we need to make it on. Thank you for your word, God. Thank you for peace. Thank you for your, your goodness, oh God. And thank you most of all for using us as representatives in the earth and change agents in Jesus' name. Amen.